0: All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad you could make it here with us tonight. Listen, it is not too late to text a friend or a coworker and tell them to join us, okay? We will be recording this. I've already hit the record. So if you're like me and you don't want to miss anything, uh, we're going to put the recording into the podcast Tomorrow morning, and then we're also going to make the script for this call uh, available to you as well. Okay, so you will not miss anything, I promise. And actually, we have created an ebook with the script and some reflective activities for you. So at the end of the call, I'm going to tell you how you get the ebook uh, with all of this information and also those activities. Now, listen, the reason why I tell you that is because. sometimes people when they come to a class they they focus so much on writing something down that they they kind of miss the essence of what's being said so tonight what i'd like you to really try to do is just to kind of enter into the spirit of what we're doing together definitely write some thoughts and some notes down but if you could do me a favor and you know the things that you write down okay i I'm probably going to say something that you want to write down or quote, right? That is just fine. But I also want you to connect with, if I say something that that piques your interest, I will want you to write down why that thing is important, okay? So really getting in touch with your own mind and saying, oh, yeah, I need to remember that, okay? All right, so... On tonight's call, we're going to talk about how to calm your conscious brain and how to use your powerful subconscious brain for your own success. I'm going to share with you some big ideas, some examples, and some stories. Now, I promise I'm going to keep it simple tonight and not bring in a lot of the science stuff, okay? But grab some paper and pen and and take a few notes. And at the end of the call, I'm going to share with you a way to really kind of delve deeper into this material and make it work for you and your unique and individual situation. Fair enough? Okay, so before we jump right in, um, if you follow me for any length of time, you know what's coming next. Let's set ourselves up for success. So, you know, just set, set all your stuff down. And I want you to do this activity with me real quick. All right. Now, if it is safe to do so, so if you're not driving, if you're not taking care of a tiny human, uh, it, it, you know, if it's safe for you to do so, go ahead and close your eyes and take a couple really deep breaths and hold it in for a couple seconds, okay? So take a deep breath. Hold it. And release. Okay, one more time. In. Hold it, and release. In, hold it, and release. All right, great. Now, keep your eyes closed, and I want you to just take a moment and think about something you're grateful for. It could be something big or something little, something small or large, something that happened today or something that you're looking forward to, okay? What are you grateful for? Go ahead and write that down on your paper. So at the top of your notes, just write down that thing that you're grateful for. All right, so now I want you to think about what would you like to get from this call tonight? What's your goal or your intention? What would you like to receive? Go ahead and write that down at the top of your paper as well. Okay? All right, so how do you feel? Relaxed? Ready to receive? All right, I hope so. So, so really what we've done here, uh, when we take the deep breath, we signal to our nervous system, it's time to calm down. When we think about something we're grateful for, uh, we get in touch with the part of our brain that is more positive. So your brain, it's, it's physiologically impossible for your brain to feel fear and love at the same time. So when we think of something that's grateful, we're using the part of the brain that has love in it which sends really positive hormones throughout your body. And then when we've set that intention, what we're doing is we're saying, hey, brain, pay attention to this tonight. This is what we want to get, okay? So when I say we set ourselves up for success, we really did. And FYI, this is a process that you can use before you read a book. You can use this with your own children. You know, if you're, you're homeschooling, like many of us have been doing, um, if if you want to um, learn anything new, if you're going to listen to a podcast or a, a training, you can do this as well. Okay, Our brain is a wonderful thing. Okay, so you're probably wondering why in the world I'm qualified to teach on self-image. Well, first of all, I have been a student of thinking and the mind and the brain as well as Um, just the ideas of teaching and learning for over 20 years. And specifically in the last five years, I've worked with a mentor on this topic alone. I also study what I affectionately call my old dead guys club, Um, a group of authors, scientists, theologians, and philosophers that all confirm the things that I'm going to tell you tonight, okay? And the proof of my expertise, if you will, is really in my own results. I have used these principles to build a successful business, uh, even during this pandemic, uh, to hit major milestones in my own personal and professional development, and quite frankly, to deal with the major life issues all happening at the same time while still being able to serve others well, okay? And because every great leader learns something and then teaches others, I've been working with dozens of coaching clients on goal setting using these very principles. Now, most of the time, I don't tell them we're using those principles. So if if you're listening tonight and you've worked with me at all, whether in our recent Think and Grow Rich 2020 study, or you've been hanging out with me and dozens of other leaders in our Empowered Leaders membership group, you'll get to know a little of my um, secret sauce, if you will, tonight, okay? But before we really get into the principles let's think about a few things together okay imagine what your life will be like after you know how to reach any goal you set for yourself so, so think about that think think about if you had you know a magic hat or a magic wand um, and you put your hat on and you could reach any goal that you set for yourself Imagine what your life would be like. Can you see success in your health, your wealth, your wisdom, your relationships? So would that make things better for you? If you had this magic hat or the magic wand, would would it make things better for you to know that whatever goal you set for yourself, you could absolutely for sure ensure that you could reach that. Well, I hope that you said yes to that, okay? Uh, No hard questions after 7 o'clock at night, okay? So I want to talk first about how knowledge doesn't drive success. All right, so we're going to hang out here a little bit. And the reason why is because I need to dispel this myth. I hear it so many times from my coaching clients, I see it all over social media. I just want to talk about this before we get into our 10 principles on self-image. So knowledge doesn't drive success. Please write that down. Knowledge doesn't drive success. Now, most people think what you know drives your success. That somehow, as if by magic, the facts that you collected over time will help you make sense of the world around you. Okay? Many people think I need to listen to this expert or that authority on this subject to know what to do. And if that expert or authority says something that maybe I might not agree with, well, I must be wrong because they are the expert. Okay. I I want you to think back to a time. When was it that, that you heard from an expert or an authority figure and you were like, okay, maybe that doesn't mesh with what, what i wanted but they're the expert they must know okay in reality it's what you think about you that drives your success the way that you look at you and your life and your decisions drives your success more than anything that you can learn from school from google from social media Uh, from your helpful friends or family members, or, hey, that guru who's always yelling at you all the time, okay? When you change your thinking about you, you begin to look at the world in a different way. So it's, it's changing the focus from an outward person or entity to what's inside me, okay? Now, I used to believe that I needed to listen to others to tell me what to do, and I think that that's pretty common, right? That's how many of us probably grew up. I was also raised in a family that, you know, went to church whenever the doors were open, right? And you took whatever medicine the the doctor told you to take, and you never, ever spoke up with an authority figure like a police officer or a teacher, okay? That kind of, I will say, training, okay? And I'm not saying that that's necessarily wrong. I'm just saying That kind of training, mind training, led me to this understanding that I needed to listen to other people outside of myself more than myself, okay? So I listened when my family told me that college was my best choice. I listened when my professors told me that I was good at math and I should major in that. I listened when my husband said he knew a better car option for me than I did, and on and on and on and on. And then something happened. Okay, part of my brain literally blew up, okay? I had a stroke. I was so stressed in my life. I was listening to so many people. I had a stroke. And I continued to listen to everybody and realized It didn't matter if I listened or not because I couldn't do anything about it. So during that time, you know, when you can't use the restroom by yourself, guess what? People around you realize there's nothing to expect of you. There were no expectations for me. Guys, I was 31 when this happened. I was 31 and I had three young kids. I couldn't take care of any of us. I couldn't take care of them. I couldn't take care of my house, especially the way my mother-in-law wanted me to. I couldn't work all the hours at at work that my boss wanted me to. And I couldn't attend all of those events my friends wanted me to go to, even though I really didn't want to go to them. Sorry, guys. Um, Honestly, all I could do was listen. And then, you know, when the doctors told me that I would always use a walker to walk, I would always have a speech impediment and that I had suffered pretty significant cognitive delays. Guess what? That was it. That was when I stopped listening. I refused to believe what the experts had to say. You know what? They were experts in the field of medicine, but they were not experts in me. And I made a decision to live my life to the fullest and help as many people as I possibly could. What about you? What about you? Are you still listening? Who are you listening to? You got to think about that, guys. So today I have built a a successful speaking, training, and coaching business. Uh, I have run uh, a couple 5K races, and I'm currently finishing up my PhD program. So you see, how you see yourself determines your life. And if you're always looking at something outside of you, you will never see yourself. If I chose to take on the image that doctor was laying down of my life, you wouldn't be listening to my voice right now. You wouldn't be listening to my voice right now. Okay? Now, I now, you know, at this point, I listen to me. Okay? I check in on my instinct, you know, that still small voice, my gut. When, when that voice says, read that book, I do. When it says, email that person, I do. When it says, make this or that business decision, I do. Now, sure, I, I ask for help when I need it, but I don't typically ask for help in making decisions anymore. And if I decide I'm going to do something and start the process and find that, uh, I, you know, I need to know something, right? Uh, usually it's something technical, by the way. I'll reach out to the people in my life for wisdom. But I see the value in me so much more than ever before. So what about you? You know, who do you listen to? Who do you really listen to? And you know what? Let's take just a second here. And in your notes, I want you to think about two or three people. Who do you listen to in your life? Write their names down right now. All right. Okay, so the next thing that we're gonna talk about is this question of what am I missing? Now, I hear this question a lot from my coaching clients. You know, Michelle, what am I missing? How come my life has gotten this bad, right? So they come and they know that they want to work on something. They're like, what happened? How, can I, how am I finding myself in this position? Now, many people believe that there's something missing in them that keeps them from success. And that others, you know, usually on social media, over there must have whatever it is that's missing, right? Because they're successful and I'm not. So clearly they have something and I don't. And so they're searching and seeking for whatever it is. They can't seem to see why so many other people are being successful and they're struggling, Please let me talk to you about this. There is nothing missing in you. You have everything you need. Part of the problem here is the comparison game. You are comparing your worst day to someone else's best day. You see inside you when you know, let's say the the going gets tough, right? and you see them post about their successes on Facebook, that is never a fair fight and you will lose every time. Quite frankly, it's just another version of you looking outside yourself when you need to look inside yourself and say, huh, how awesome am I, right? Even when things are falling apart, okay? So there's a process of really getting to know yourself on a deeper level. Instead of looking at other people's successes, get to know you. What are your passions? What are your strengths? What are your joys? What are your rewards, right? I remember when I was first going through this and really um, starting to put some of this stuff into practice, I realized I was such a people pleaser that I had, I would tell everybody I have no preference for a place to eat, right? They'd say, where do you wanna go eat? And I'm like, oh, I don't care, right? Um, and part of that was true because I had never thought for myself, I always chose what would make somebody else happy. But you see, the other part was I I, I literally didn't know. I didn't know what made me happy. And I, this happened, I don't, can't even tell you how many times. So my friends would choose sushi. Listen, guys, of all the things to eat in this world, I think sushi is is probably on the lowest of the list for me. Okay, you might love sushi please don't send me an email about the the wonders and the joys of of sushi. And yes, I have had authentic sushi, okay? For whatever reason, it just doesn't sit with me. And so, you know, my friend would say, let's go get sushi. And instead of speaking up and saying, no, pick something else, I would go and I would suffer, okay? So, It wasn't my friend's fault, it was my fault. First of all, I didn't know what to say. I could have said anything but sushi, right? And they still would have been happy, I still would have been happy. Does that make sense? Okay, so how in the world do you really understand how how you're built, your passions, strengths, your joys, right? Well, I find that reflective activities really help you see your awesomeness and they're quite helpful, okay? Now, speaking from the participant side of reflective activities, they're not always pleasant. Having gone through some really deep reflections, I can definitely say I am thankful to go through them, and I am so glad they're done. Anybody else with me? Okay, okay. Uh, I know by looking at the dashboard, I've got some of my coaching clients here. So, you you know, uh, you know exactly what I mean. And you have heard me say before, I am perfectly comfortable with your discomfort, and some of you have even said it back to me. OK, so when I use uh, reflective activities with my coaching clients, they tend to get unstuck much quicker and really see their goal coming at them kind of like a speeding oncoming car. It is so much fun to watch. So I, I just have to give a huge shout out. I'm not going to say her name because I didn't ask this ahead of time, but um, there is somebody that follows me. If she's not listening tonight, I know she'll be on the podcast tomorrow. Um, she just received a really cool promotion in her business, really great promotion that she's been working with forever and we attended a retreat together in January, and she and I have been doing some coaching together. And just this last month, she got that goal, and I'm so proud of her. And it's largely, guys, largely due to the fact of what I'm teaching you tonight, okay? These mindset principles, she used them, and she saw that goal come to her. She said, it was almost like I didn't do anything, okay? Okay. All right, so I am a recovering people pleaser, okay? If you were in my life 10 years ago, I probably tried to keep you happy. And one of the ways that that, that um, people pleasing showed up for me was to excel in everything that I put my hands to. Now, part of that is just my personality, but a lot of it was also overperforming in hopes that someone would notice and like me. And guess what? Even though I tried to be the funniest, the most fun, the most supportive friend, which, I mean, I usually was, I was always surprised when I found out that people liked me. Listen to that. I I did so many things to make people like me, and then when I found out that they did, I was surprised because my self-image was so out of whack that even when I was becoming the life of the party and the person everybody loved, I couldn't see it for myself. So I kept trying harder and harder, okay? You know, as I'm reading that, the the, the person that comes to my mind, um, my goodness, I just blanked on his name. The guy that, that did um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Why? His name escapes me. I see his face. You know who it is. <laughs> Okay? If somebody's on the line and you have my number, text me what his name is, because that's going to bother me. Um, uh, Robin Williams. That's it. Thank you. Okay. So Robin Williams, uh, he, he said something very profound not too long before his death, and he basically said the reason why he tried so hard to make people laugh in whatever way he possibly could was because he knew what it felt like to not have joy. And you know, as I, as I was really thinking about this idea of me overperforming and wanting people to, to feel good. Yes, of course, it was about wanting to, to serve and, and make them feel good, but it was also this, there's something missing inside me. Now, unfortunately for Robin Williams, you know, that led to, to his taking his own life, right? And for me, I did it so much that it led to literally a part of my brain blowing up. Okay, so I'm telling you, don't be like me, okay. And I went and got degrees, okay. I I am working on um, my number four and number five degrees right now, (laughs) okay. If I could just get enough letters after my name, people would respect me, right? If I went to the trainings, if I just got enough certifications, people will appreciate me. Maybe now they'll listen to me, right? That was a horrible cycle in an expensive hobby, FYI. Now, after learning these principles, I appreciate me. I'm working on those degrees because it's something that I want. I'm going to those trainings that I want to go to because they interest me. I'm doing the things that fill me and help me serve others. Like this call tonight. You know, I got to design this. I got to do, do um, you know, put together the, the script that I'm sharing with you tonight. I got to market it. I got to, to design the whole thing um, so that I could serve you. I'm not doing this to check a box for my boss. I'm not, I'm not even doing this to make money. I'm doing it because I love to do it. Okay? Not so that you will like me or appreciate me or accept me. Because honestly, that doesn't matter to me as much as you getting really good stuff tonight that might help you. Okay? So when your self-image is strong and healthy, you don't need to be liked, loved, understood, or appreciated. You learn to do that for you, and the rest of your life is really in service to others. So what about you? are you waiting for others to learn and recognize how awesome you are? Or are you appreciating yourself? I want you to sit in that question for, for a few seconds. All right, now, another statement that I hear a lot, Is this is going to take forever okay this is probably one of the most common things I hear from people who know they have a problem right so they do some sort of reflection to figure out what that problem is and then they kind of stall out there so if you listen to my podcast uh, change your thinking change your life you'll hear me asking all kinds of reflective questions I even had someone reach out to me the other day and says that that she treats her podcast listening time as her coaching time with me. I had never thought about it that way. So apparently, if you want free coaching, go listen to the podcast. (laughs) But most people think that it takes years to improve your self-image and make deep and lasting changes. And really, you know, if you do it right, it doesn't take long at all. There's a really simple, easy, and intentional process that does take a little bit of time every day, and it is so worth it. So, I'll give you an example. My long standing coach, um, one of my, I have several coaches and mentors, but the one I've had the longest, uh, she usually calls me out when I use a certain phrase, and the phrase is, it's on the way. So whatever I'm talking about, if it's about making money, I'll say, oh, the money's on its way. Or if I'm talking about, you know, uh, working with a difficult or challenging person, oh, you know, the, the fix is on its way, right? Especially when I talk about money. And my self-image and yours is really linked to the ideas of success and money. So when I say things like it's on its way, instead of acknowledging a really slight shift in language such as uh, the money's not here in physical form yet, right? It shifts from I don't deserve that money to the truth is I deserve that money and I have it in a non-physical form. Perfect example, okay, if I just invoice somebody and uh, you know I, I've given them a bill and they're gonna pay me for that, Okay, the money isn't here in its physical form yet, but that money is mine, right? But if you're always saying it's on its way, well, you're giving permission for it to always be on its way. Now, that might seem a little weird, and I promise you (laughs) that that subtle shifting in language really does work. So I hear people say all the time, you know, Michelle, it takes – time to have good relationships, to make money, and, you know, to build a successful business. It takes a lot of time. So my question to you is, does it? And what is a lot of time? Okay, who gets to decide how much time is a lot? So I've been working with my mentors over the last five years, and I found that that's not always the case. And more recently, during this COVID-19 pandemic, I have literally, I checked the numbers on Friday, guys, I have been able to triple my income in three months. Right now, at this date, as I'm recording this, from March through October, I've had 70 live events and all of the speaker fees disappear. 70 live events get canceled and all of those speaker fees disappear. So I had to quickly pivot and take my, you know, in-person, on-a-stage business to an online virtual business. And within three months, I not only tripled my income, but I have way exceeded my impact number for the year. Uh, Right now, my impact number for the year is, is two times what my goal was. So in the first six months of the year, I have doubled my impact goal, how many people are at my events. in in three months, okay? How did all of that happen? Mindset and self-image, period. Now, listen, I had some tools, okay, and some people who could help me with ideas, but the real power behind these changes were mindset and self-image, See, when you have a good, healthy self-image, you pivot when things get hard. You don't stop. You find a workaround. You don't quit. You discover a new way. You don't sit down and cry. Well, (laughs) maybe you do for a little bit, but then it's time to get back to work, right? So I really want to challenge you in that thinking, does the goal that you're looking at have to take forever? So this person I alluded to that really met her goal in her business and got this great promotion, um, she thought it was going to take another year before she could finally build up to get to that. And when she started working on her beliefs and her self-image, you know what? Took a whole lot less longer than that, okay? And, And she said, oh my gosh, if I knew this last year, how much farther would I have been? Exactly. Okay. So I have had many conversations with leaders over the last few months who are not equipped to serve their people the way that they need to be served because they have a poor self image and most of them can't even see it. We talk a lot about how your self image impacts your life. But what you don't realize is how many people are depending on you to raise the bar in your life. How many people are waiting for you to tell your story of triumph over something difficult in your life? How many people are waiting for you to get over your hurts, your habits, and your hang-ups and make decisions for your team that really need to be made? How many people are waiting for you to employ them in that new business that you want to open up? But, 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 okay, listen, your self-image is holding you back from telling your story, from making that decision, from opening up a business. Your self-image, that's it. Not your lack of knowledge, because guess what, you got Google for that. Not your lack of a guru, because there's tons of them out there. Not because you lack something, because you're fully equipped for your calling. Your struggle is with you, let me say that again, your struggle is with you. You might even want to write that one down. My struggle is with me. You are the problem and you are the solution. All right, so I can, I can already hear people saying, Michelle, you don't know me. How do you know that's true? I was you. I have coached hundreds of you. You are not special in that regard. In an ironic twist, your belief that you are somehow special and different than other people is the sign of a poor self-image. I know I am no more special than others. I just know my specialness. Two different things. Okay? So how about you? Are you getting the desired results you want in your finances, your fitness and health, Your spiritual growth? How about your relationships? What about your career? I just talked to somebody else today in the education system. She's like, I think I'm going to retire. I could put in another five or ten years, but I think I'm done. This COVID thing, I think I'm done, okay? Listen, I submit to you tonight that if there is anything lacking in any of these areas, you might have a self-image problem and not even know it. And I really want to make it clear here tonight that when I say you, I'm also including me. Okay, just because I have worked on on my self-image does not mean that I have a perfect self-image. It just means I'm farther along on the journey than you might be. And so, you know, when I say that you, if there's any lack or or limitation in your area, you might have a self-image problem, please know I'm including myself in that you. Okay, so I wanna cover 10 main ideas. So these are our self-image principles. Now I'm gonna talk about them very briefly, kind of introduce them to you, maybe tell you an example or two and, and tell you why they're important, okay? So definitely write these 10 down. All right, so the first one, how you see yourself determines your life. How you see yourself determines your life. So we've kind of already talked about that, right? Um, It's not a surprise to hear this one. Most personal development gurus will tell you this. And honestly, the science, the research bears it out too. The field of quantum physics, which I'm becoming a a really fascinated um, learner in this field, is proving that when a researcher focuses on an atom... So, here in front of him, a researcher is focusing on an atom, that there are actual changes that happen in that atom when the researcher focuses on it versus when he doesn't. Fascinating. So, uh, I'm not telling you all the sciencey things here, but that's really the gist. So, how you see yourself really does determine your life. So, ever hear of that term self fulfilling prophecy? <clears throat> if you see yourself as successful, Whatever that looks like to you, right? You will be. Now, the reason why I say whatever that looks like to you is because we all have a different definition of success, as we should. How you see your success will determine if you're a success or not. If you think that sounds a little bit hokey, check out any professional level sports team and ask them how they use visualization to prepare for a game. Okay? That's a fascinating field of study as well. Okay, so the second principle is that we all have what's called a success mechanism, a success mechanism. So many of the principles I'm sharing with you tonight come directly out of a book called Psycho-Cybernetics, a very long title. The author is Maxwell Maltz. You don't have to go get the book, although if you want to, it, it would be helpful, Uh, Definitely a little more science in there, but that's okay. If you love science, get that book. Um, But basically what what happens is Maxwell Maltz was a plastic surgeon, and he found that, let's say, two people were in an accident and they had relatively the same injuries. And he did the same exact surgery with the same exact physical results. So basically what happens is that, you know, one person would recover fully, not only physically, but also mentally and go on and and have a successful life. Whereas the other person would recover physically, but there was something in their mental imagery that made them think that they were still injured. And so there were some issues, not only in uh, relationships, but career, things like that. And so in his research, he found that the self-image actually plays more into whether we're successful than what we look like and so you know there's a a ton of research out there that talks about your uh so cybernetics is the study of how a machine operates towards a goal so if you take your computer you take your phone um you know and, and and there's a process a system that happens behind the scenes right so something is happening so cybernetics is the study of this is the system that's running the machine, and, and it gets us to our end goal. Psychocybernetics, now I want to be clear here. Our brain is not necessarily a machine because our, our brain is the physical part, but our mind is the, the spiritual soul part of us. Um, but our we can look at our brain and our mind as a machine that's working towards a goal. So when I say we have a success mechanism, that means we all, all have a collection of patterns or habits in our subconscious brain that determines our successes. Okay. For example, did you know that your early childhood successes—so learning how to walk, learning how to ride your bike, even learning to read—all helped form your success mechanism that you rely on today. Okay. If you succeeded quickly in those situations, the research shows that you're going to tend to attract quicker success over your lifetime. Now some parents look at this research and what do they do? They try to force their child to succeed quicker in those efforts, so force them to say their first word, try to, you know, force them to walk right so that they can somehow ensure their future success. But they lack the awareness of this principle because it's not the actual achievement that predicts success or the timing. So you can't say this child walked at 10 months so they're going to be a success. No, no. It's the pattern of learning that is set in your memory and the feelings that you develop when doing it that really write that program on your brain of how you're going to succeed later on in health, wealth, wisdom, and relationships. So it's not that you did it early, it's, it's the path of success, that learning model of achievement that you learned. So when you did it, were your parents supportive? Did you feel good about it? If so, you're probably going to be a success, not because you did it early, but because you, you had a good learning model of achievement and the strong positive emotions to go with it. Can you see why it might be important to understand what your particular success mechanism looks like and how it operates? Yeah. So the third principle is that we have a failure mechanism. Okay, so this is the law of opposites at work. If we have a success mechanism, we also have a failure mechanism. So the same pattern holds true. If you received a ton of negative feedback while you were trying to learn something as a kid, it might make you kind of leery of making quick changes as an adult or it might make you struggle to make a quick pivot in a pandemic, okay? However, any learning model of achievement or failure can be changed, okay? You can change that. It does not have to rule your life, okay? Knowing that you have a success mechanism and a failure mechanism is the first step. You also need to understand why it's there, how has it been helpful to you, and and how has it hurt you, okay? And try to figure out how to make adaptations so you can turn it into a success mechanism, okay? Every belief you have, whether it's, you know, considered a belief in the, the success mechanism bag or a belief in the failure mechanism bag, whatever belief you have was developed at some point to keep you safe, okay? It was helpful at some point. So when we do this backtracking and trying to understand our own individual brain, so, okay, why do I think like this, okay? It's really helpful. All right, that leads us to principle number four, so, principle number four is that you control your autopilot brain you control your autopilot brain okay so our success and our failure mechanisms combined make up our autopilot programming okay If you followed my work for any length of time you've seen me do some sort of stick chick presentation in one form or another where we really talk about the difference between the conscious brain and the subconscious brain. So in short because quite frankly, there's about 24 hours of training in that module uh, 90 to 95% of our normal day is run by our autopilot programming. Okay, so things like um, how you tie your shoes how you brush your teeth, how you drive to work, right? Maybe not so much right now because, you know, it's a pandemic. And honestly, that's why so many people have had an issue with this pandemic because it's thrown them off their routine. And they've actually had to think about what they're going to do with their time, right? Rather than letting their autopilot run, like, oh, I get up at this time, I go to work at this time, I come home at this time, I sit and watch these shows, right? Their, Their autopilot has been thrown off and and this is why many people are not going to go back to their quote unquote regular jobs because now they're addicted to living life how they want to live and not how they had lived before i i don't have to go far for an example of this one my my husband is a great example for this he ha- is a in a federal job um before the pandemic he had put in 11 years at at this position um He's still there, he hasn't got fired or anything. But he, uh, a one hour drive one way to get to work every day. One hour drive, so that meant at least 10 hours of his week was just behind the wheel. 10 hours, and now with the pandemic, he works downstairs in the basement, so he can literally sleep in till eight o'clock go downstairs grab his coffee um, be in his pajamas and do a full day of work be done by four o'clock and go and do whatever he wants he's not run by the old autopilot that said get up at this time you got to be on the road at this time you got to work till this time right so do you think it might be important to know what's in your autopilot programming I'm going to show you how to do that in our self-image mastery program. I'll tell you a little bit more about that as we go, but I just want you to understand that, okay? All right, principle number five. What is the role of rational thinking? What is the role of rational thinking? So I really want to make sure that we are on the same page with this one, okay? Some people are very controlled by their rational thinking. They are overthinkers, over-analyzers, worriers. OK And on the flip side, some people seem to not use their rational thinking at all. So what is the role of rational thinking in our journey to success? While our autopilot controls our life, our conscious brain can be trained to intentionally take over that autopilot. So your autopilot, remember, 90 to 95% of your day, you can use your conscious brain to take over the autopilot. Now, most people, what they try to do is they try to fly the plane by themselves, okay, with no help from the autopilot, and they get really tired because they're constantly fighting those beliefs. Some people, they let the autopilot, you know, run the show, and and they never take the time to put the course in, right? So they're flying just fine and with ease, but they just don't know where they're going, <laughs> okay? Which one are you? Do you feel like you're striving and never getting somewhere, or do you feel like you, you know, you're not getting anywhere, but you don't really know where you're going either, Okay. So in, in the Self-Image Master Program, we're going to show you how do you align both parts of your brain to really go towards the destination that you choose and make sure that you get there, okay? So rational thinking is not, you know, it's not a, a good, bad, or ugly. It just is. When it's used intentionally, you're, you're going to get to your goal every time, okay? All right, so number six, happiness habits. Happiness habits. Now, lest you think that this is an overly optimistic principle, let me explain. There are certain habits that happy and successful people have cultivated in their life. And this goes way beyond just look at the silver lining and everything, okay? Most people think that happiness comes at some later date, right? Typically in relation to a goal. Hey, when I get that job. Hey, when I get that promotion. Hey, when we have kids, I'll be happy. Hey, when the kids are out of the house, I'll be happy. Hey, when I retire, I'll be happy, right? In reality, there are things that you can intentionally do to be happy in spite of your circumstances and conditions. Happiness has nothing to do with anything that's outside of you and everything to do with what's inside you, your self-image. And just as a side note, happiness is always a present tense word. So question, are you happy? Are you happy? Okay. Now, maybe the answer to that is no. (laughs) And maybe this next principle is really one that you need to focus on. So number seven is we want to identify, remove, And prevent emotional scars. Identify, remove, and then prevent emotional scars. So let's face it. Life is hard sometimes, right? There's absolutely no getting around it. Life knocks us around, and sometimes it can feel like we're being pummeled in a washing machine. All those hurts, habits, and hang-ups can cause emotional scars in our bodies just like a physical injury can cause scar tissue that's painful okay identifying those scars and removing them will aid your success mechanism and get you to your goals learning how to prevent them in the first place is a superpower in and of itself okay all right the the eighth principle about self-image is that um when you focus on a really positive self-image, it increases your peace. It increases your peace. Anybody out there need a a greater sense of peace in their world right now? (laughs) I know, kind of a silly question. Because even if you're really peaceful and happy, you could still use some more, right? I have found that when we as people see ourselves for who we really are, Not the judgments we place on ourselves or the you know, the shoulds. I should do this or I shouldn't do that, that that we kind of take on from other people. But when we see ourselves for who we really are, there is peace. I'm 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 fond of telling people, hey, I know who I am and I know who I'm not. I'm I'm a speaker and I'm a trainer, and I'm a coach, and I love to do that. I love to help people grow and reach their goals. There is nothing else in this world I would rather do. Clean a kitchen? Eh, not so much, <laughs> okay? Cook dinner? Even my kids know that's not a good idea, okay? I don't judge myself because of that. I just say, I'm really good at this. I'm going to make a little extra money. Now I'm going to pay my kids to go do, any other, do the other, okay? Even when the world seems to go a bit crazy, we can still find our peace. And it is really, it's, it's my firm desire and belief that if you have a right assessment of who you are and who you're not, what your passions and your goals are, and you can have the perspective of I am growing, I am learning, I am progressing by small steps every single day. How can you not have a greater sense of peace in your life? Now, I I don't know, you know, as I'm looking at our dashboard, there's a, a lot of people on here that I don't know where you're from. I don't even recognize your um, your uh, zip code or whatever it is on your phone number, your area code. That's what I meant. You might not know me. You might not know my work. You not, might not know my story. I'm not going to tell you everything, but this relates to number nine, which is turning your chaos into opportunity Um, just during the pandemic. So not only did I have 70 live events get canceled and have to completely do a 180 on my business, uh, I also had week one, my 15 year old son went out to cut wood and slipped and cut his knee. So then he was three days in the hospital, major surgery, as in like had to get FDA approval for a certain biological thing to have in his knee surgery. Um, still doing PT. Um, let's see, we, I, I had unfortunately three of my friends and clients pass away from COVID-19 in a six hour span. <laughs> All three. Um, And several more, you know, on on the brink of of death, really. Um, And I've also had issues like, you know, family dramas, obviously, um, kids getting sick while being here homeschooling, not COVID, just regular sick, right? Um, My husband working from home, I work from home and, and go to school from home. And I've done that for years. So it's not a problem for me. But now I've got four extra people, right? And so, oh yes, and I happen to live in Midland, Michigan, which if you're familiar with Midland, Michigan, you know that we also had a 500 year flood with several dams breaking that caused evacuation. Um, We had several major storms right around the same time. So we're getting a new roof, possibly a new car. I mean, you name it, I feel like it has happened already this year. Now, I'm not telling you that because I want you to feel bad for me, but I'm telling you that because I was so so surprised at how I handled it all. I didn't get all crazy. I I didn't get all worked up. Um, I really just, I kind of looked at everything and I said, okay, uh, so this is what we're doing now. And I just went into problem solving mode, like, okay, we need to, you know, hey, we're evacuating. Grab a computer, grab the kids, let's go, right? So the principle number nine is turning chaos into opportunity. You know, when you truly have a a good, positive, healthy self-image, you know nothing outside of you is going to hurt you. There's nothing outside of you that can harm you. You, There's always a, a problem that you can solve. Okay, this one idea alone could take up, I don't know, four or five hours of my teaching, honestly. I believe all the greatest opportunities in life actually flow from some form of chaos or crisis because needs tend to force us to be more creative. So instead of denying that there's a problem or trying to wish it away, face it and make it work for you. Not just making the best of a bad situation, but really making it work for you, right? So when I made this this pivot in my business, you know, I first, first of all, I immediately said, what do my clients need right now? Hey, there, there's a large working force that is now at home. So I immediately put some production tools together that I've learned over time. Um, now I have teams that I've been working with that, you know, working remotely through Zoom and things like that, that's a little bit different. So I put together some resources for that, beefed up some of my coaching packages to really help leaders understand how to make really tough decisions. Uh, and then just look through, okay, things like how do you handle stress, right? Um, and so that was large part, um, you know, the the principle number eight, having more peace. Because I had more peace, because I know who I am and what I'm about, I was able to serve people in in that time of chaos and, and crazy. Okay, I didn't just, you know, make lemonade out of lemons, right, I said, oh, I'm going to actually make a, a, a series of lemonade stands here, <laughs> and I'm going to go and serve people, but I'm also going to use it to my advantage, okay? And then principle number 10, hey, when you have a very strong, healthy image, self-image, you can add more years to your life and life to your years years to your life, and life to your years. All right, so this one was a really big one for me when I first began working with my mentor. Now, at the time, I had just turned 35, and everyone in my family on both sides up until now have passed away before the age of 70. Uh, 35 is not middle age, people, okay? Okay. So I had to really examine my lifestyle and make some tough changes. But, you know, let me say this. The, the changes really weren't tough once I made the decision. What was tough was really the self-reflection beforehand. So getting to know me, um, seeing me for all the good, the bad, and the ugly, right, and then deciding to make a change and saying, okay i see how i have collected that success and that failure mechanism you know from my past now what do i need to do to change that self-reflection piece was really really challenging okay now almost seven years on the other side of that process i can say i am so glad that i did it okay i am a completely different person now than i was then And honestly, I can't wait to see what another seven years and who knows how many more is going to bring. Okay. That is the 10 principles about the self-image that you need to know. Um, So we've talked a lot about, you know, why is the self-image important? What does it do for us in our life? Um, What, you know, these are the 10 results basically that you can get in your life. So let me ask you a question. Is it okay with you if I spend about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so on a special offer that I created to help you implement the self-image principles? Okay, so because you're listening tonight, um, we're going to give you access to this transcript for free. Okay, so that ensures that you didn't miss anything. I see we had several people that popped in early, and some people are are leaving. And you know, I got three texts while I was sitting here of people who said, "Oh my gosh, you know, stuff's going on with the kids." So you you're not going to miss anything, uh, and you don't have to break your hand writing all of this down. So we put all of this into an ebook for you, and you can easily download it. Okay, and in that ebook are a couple surprises. So one of the things that I included in the the ebook uh, I took right out of Maxwell Maltz's Cybernetics book. So there's about oh, I don't know twenty or so activities that um, are in the book that we're going to do in the Self Image Mastery Program. I picked the three that I feel like are the very best. Um, if I could only pick three out of the twenty, this this would be it. Okay, so I didn't I didn't just go pick three that didn't mean anything, I want you guys to have the very best. Okay, now that's all complimentary. No purchase needed, obviously. And, you know, just having those three reflection exercises. um, It's like having three coaching sessions with me. If you were to have three coaching sessions with me right now, it would probably be about $150. Okay, so let me tell you about the self-image mastery program. I am so excited about it. I have been dreaming about doing this program for a while. Quite frankly, I was very thankful that covid gave me the opportunity to do it because if I was still doing all of that traveling, I wouldn't be able to do it. Okay, so basically what we'll do is we have six recorded teaching videos that really go into depth on these 10 principles. Okay. So, going to go much deeper than what I shared tonight. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the principle, give you some stories, as well as introduce you to some of those reflective exercises. Okay, and the exercises are all in the workbook, so you'll have it forever. Okay, now usually a six-part series and a 150-page workbook with activities costs around $300. Okay. But the last part of the program, in my opinion, includes the meat and potatoes. We're going to do six one-hour group coaching sessions over Zoom where we share our learning, um, kind of discuss some of the key points. You can get your questions answered. You can encourage each other. Absolutely. I am now doing this with just about every program I run now because I find that it's so powerful. So I think that... Honestly, during those sharing calls, I think I learned more from those calls than you guys do. (laughs) Um, So that is like having six coaching sessions with me. So that's another $750. Now, that means you're going to get the transcript for this call, the three reflective exercises, six teaching videos with a 150-page workbook. 20 reflective exercises and six group coaching sessions. If you add up all of that, the total package is valued at twelve hundred dollars. Now, if you know me, you probably already know I'm not going to charge you twelve hundred dollars. Okay. actually, this this offer um, is worth even more than that. Okay. but because you guys are here tonight and I love to give you a great deal Um, I have a question for you. Before I tell you the price, let's say that we did charge you the full $1,200. Would it be worth it? Now, if all this program did was help you to clarify your goals and make a simple, consistent, and powerful plan to move forward so that you could get to your goals, would, would it be worth it? If all it did was to help you identify the emotional scars that are holding you back and allow you to get unstuck, would it be worth it? Okay. Listen, because you're still listening, and quite frankly, I'm excited to spend some time with you, I'm going to give you a very special price of just $49. Okay? And and let me tell you why you know of course it's because you're listening and i love to give a good deal and this program is one that i have business partners on so i partner with my mentors to offer this program and we decided as a group uh, when covid started that we were going to do whatever we possibly could to reach out and serve our communities so one of the things that we decided was at least until september now we're going to reevaluate this in a few weeks but at least until september this program was only going to be offered at the 49 dollar rate okay we really want people especially now more than ever to be able to invest in themselves and go through this program and gain something from it and go out and help change the world okay and listen if you refer a friend Now, listen, if you're going to refer a friend, so let's say you're going to sign up and you want to refer your spouse or you want to refer a friend or a team member. If you refer somebody, I want you to email me and let me know who you referred. So if if you refer, you know, if you're Johnny and you sign up and you're referring Susie, email me and say, hey, my name is Johnny. I just signed up and I referred Susie to sign up. If you refer a friend, I'm gonna throw in a half hour coaching session, just you and me, where we can talk about your individual self-image and how to move you forward. So not only are you gonna get all the other stuff too, but you know, you can just get to hang out with me. Okay? And if you um if you sign up by Friday, July 17th, so that's this week, so three days. Listen. Here's the reason why. I am going on vacation on Friday, okay? Yes. Woohoo! An actual vacation where I do no work, okay? So not like a, a workcation where Michelle goes and, and speaks and brings her family along to take vacation. An actual Michelle's going to get five days of doing no work vacation. So if you sign up before 5 p.m. on Friday when I go on vacation, I'm going to give you several bonuses because I really want to encourage you to do that. So if there's three bonuses you'll get. The first one, um, I have 70 uh, memes that I've created that all have to do with your self-image. So if you are looking for some inspiration, uh, I will give you that file with all the memes already created, and you can do whatever you want with them. So if you say, "Hey, I wanna, I wanna use this on my, you know, private page with my team members." Have at it. Use it for whatever you want, okay? And then um, another file I'm going to give you, I have 100 quotes that all have to do with the self-image. So you can use those for yourself. You can use them on social media. You can use them to create your own content, whatever you want. And then the third bonus if you sign up by Friday is another 30-minute coaching session. So if you sign up and you refer somebody, you get two free coaching sessions with me. Okay, now I'm going to limit it to two. So if you refer 10 friends, I'm only going to limit it to two. I got to do that because otherwise I'd I'd never sleep. Okay. Awesome. Hey, listen, your future awaits. Here is what you can do. In order to uh, go to the the page where I'm, I'm going to have a video that kind of tells you all the ins and outs of the program and how it works. I want you to go to this link. Now, the link is a little bit long. So I I want you to to write this down. And if for some reason you don't get it, it's okay. Uh, Follow us on social media. So look up Michelle Burkhard or grow by one on any of the social media platforms. And by tonight or tomorrow, we're going to have all of that listed there for you. Okay. So if you want to go sign up for the self-image mastery program, you're going to go to uh, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash so it's grow by one so G R O W B Y and the number one grow by one choice so C H O I C E grow by one choice dot my so M Y Kajabi K A J A B I dot com so grow by one choice dot mykajabi.com forward slash PL forward slash one nine zero eight one five. Okay, so grow by one choice forward slash PL forward slash one nine zero eight one five. Okay, now you go there and you sign up for the program, you're automatically going to get the ebook with the transcript and and those three activities sent to you right away. Okay, so go to that, that link, watch a video of my pretty face, and see if this program is right for you. Then send the link to your friends and get them to sign up with you so you can get that free coaching session with me. Okay, the first video Uh, it's going to be delivered to your portal on Monday, July 27th. So this program is going to go from July 27th until September 2nd. Okay, so for the rest of the, the summer. Okay. Now, if you, if you are, are, you know, on the fence about whether that $49 is a good investment for you, which quite frankly, let me just tell you it is, so just go sign up. Um, but you just want the book. There's a couple different ways that you could go about it. One, you could just follow us on social media, and tonight and tomorrow, probably the rest of this week, we'll be throwing the ebook out there so you can follow the link to go get the book. The second way is you can um, go to another link. Now, it's the same as the link that I just gave you, but the numbers are different. So instead of the 190815 number, this number is 196996. Okay. So the book is growbyonechoice.mykajabi.com/pl/196996. That'll take you right to the ebook. You'll be able to download it instantly and get your activities. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I know we had scheduled this till 8:30, but. I'm a big fan of giving people their time back. I think it's, it's just a, a nice little gift. So first of all, thank you so much for showing up tonight. I so appreciate the gift of your time. Um, I never take it lightly when people trade their precious time to be with me, so thank you so much. All right, so go ahead and put all your stuff down, okay? We're going we're gonna to close this up. Put all your stuff down, and if it's safe for you to do so, go ahead and close your eyes. Okay, so let's do our breathing again. So deep breath in, hold it, and let it out. Again, deep breath in, hold it, and let it out. And one more, deep breath in, hold it, and let it out how does that feel all right so if you want you can keep your eyes closed and think about what is one thing that you're thankful for what's one thing you're thankful for or grateful for go ahead and write that down on your paper okay maybe go back to the top of your paper where you wrote the first one could be the same thing Go ahead and write it down on your paper there perfect now go back and check on what you wrote down for your intention did you get what you needed tonight maybe you got a little bit more too huh yeah all right hey i have so enjoyed our time together and i hope that we get to spend more time with each other very soon Um, If you need me for anything, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can email me at michelle at com. So that is M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E at growbyone, the number one, dot com. Um, If you have any questions about what we've talked about tonight, whether it be content or whether it be, um, hey Michelle, what closet did you stick your kids in tonight? Or um, if you have any questions about the new Self Image Mastery program that we're going to be launching, please send me an email. I would love to to maybe chat with you a little bit about that. Um, so with that, hey, I'm going to release you guys into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing night, and and we'll hopefully see you soon. All right, bye bye.